5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 22 minutes away. John Blake on the way before 8 o'clock. Breaking at 8 thereafter. Eddie Betts will be on the show today. And right now, Matt Abraham joins us in the 5AA Breakfast studio. Don't know how he got here. Walk, drove, scooted, or indeed hailed a Uber bus. Did you get an Uber bus? They're going to work well. How's that going to work? That'll be great, (laughs) won't it? Good morning, Will. Good morning, David. Good to have you back in here again, Matt, oh, after yes. Friday. We got a lot of good feedback now. about that. Yeah, I know. you. It's yeah. like the old pair of uh, Grosby slippers. Yeah. So the Uber bus, <laughs> every time I call an Uber, there's a back lane behind our house. Mm. And, and and unless I order the Uber while I'm standing in the front yard, like if I order the Uber in the kitchen, the geolocator doodah in my phone tells Uber that I'm standing in the dunny lane out the back and often I've got to go and wave over the fence to the the, yeah. the, the poor the poor Uber fellow sitting there going, this doesn't look like a house. I think it's a generational thing uh, because you look old. I know you're not old. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I am old. But I think it's a generational thing. Uh, I don't get Uber at all. I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't just catch a taxi. Um, mm. Well, I, but, I often do catch taxis, but... To be honest, if I'm in a in a hurry, I will get an Uber because they turn they turn up quicker. All that worries me, well, actually, there are a few things that worries me about the government's plan to have these on demand um, Uber style buses, and that is that what they're trying to do is reduce the number of buses full stop. Because mm. if you reduce the number of buses and you reduce the number of shifts, particularly, that's the only way you save money. Uh, so you've got to get rid of drivers to save money. You've got to get rid of shifts. So they've got their new bus tender coming out. And their plan is to have this seamlessly coordinated uh, scheme where your bus will seamlessly pull up just as your tram is at the stop. You'll get on the tram and then you'll go into the Adelaide railway station where your train will be waiting for you. You'll get off and then you'll get on the train. And you know you'll be on this endless sort of time and space continuum loop. (laughs) And that is terrific. If the tram's there, if the train's there, if you want to change it, I think most people, when they catch a public transport, you get on a tram, just take me where I want to go. I'm going to get off. I'm going to go there. Mm. Same with a train. On a bus, I want to get on my bus, you know, in, in Modbury, and I want to maybe go to Unley, or I might want to go into the city. But I don't really, if I can help it, want to change buses, and certainly don't want to change buses more than once. A lot of people who use public transport are either really young, they're kids, or older. I don't reckon that's a great formula, um, mm. either having kids you know, changing uh, buses and trains or older people having to do it. The other, the other fly in the ointment with the idea is just how well traffic can actually move, particularly in the city. I've got to say, the last two nights, and obviously schools are back this week, so there's more people on the roads, but between 5.30 and 6pm, I've had to drop one of my kids off at a course that they're doing in in town near the mall. Now, seeing the extent to which buses and cars can tie themselves in knots in our city during peak hour and the confusion over, am I in a bus lane? Am I in a turning lane? Am I allowed to be in this lane because it looks like there might be tram tracks here? That You see the craziest stuff happening in peak hour. It's shambolic. Adelaide's traffic is shambolic. There's no no other word for it. And... People, the, the um, 
road workers, cops and everything don't seem to care. You know, if you want to pull someone over, they pull someone over in peak hour and, and that, that lane will be blocked off. Hmm. Um, you have to go at 15 kilometres an hour. You're trying to remember what speed you can do. Most speedos don't go down to 15 kilometres an hour. So pe- people just sort of almost stop and get out and push their car past, <laughs> past emergency vehicles. Particularly if they're driving on Adelaide City Council imported tiles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like when I'm, uh, um, when I'm driving in the back streets of only where it's meant to be 40 um, kilometres now, and I think the testing I've done shown that the average speed's about 56 um, in the back streets of only. I put it into second gear in the automatic. I'll drop it down into sort of manual mode so I can try and stay at 40 so you can hear the engine revs. Mm. It's quite mm. hard to drive at 40. Well, yeah. maybe I'm just a hoon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I find my car crushed. <laughs> the head and centre of the inner south. <laughs> but you know, in Brisbane, for instance, I um, they fang around the city. Their speed limit's around 80 on most of their major arterial roads. I think there's about one road in Adelaide where you can do 80 if you're lucky, and that's down near um, Harbour Town. Mm, yeah, Hill Road. Hill Road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and if there's a a car breaks down, they've got these big Ford um, F800 Utes with like mattresses on the front, these big sort of rubber bumpers on the front, and they just push it off the road. They don't they don't put witches hats around. Like if there's a prank, their number one priority isn't oh they will need to put witches hats and take statements from people. They just get these big big Utes and shove them off the road, mm, and mm. you sort it out later. You thought thought your car out later because then their priority is keeping wow. the traffic flowing. That's fantastic. So, I um, that's my main worry, really. I suppose if we can't coordinate things like traffic lights on West Terrace, hmm. uh, where they are scientifically designed to go red when you're ten meters from them, each traffic light all the way along West Terrace. Yeah. Then, how are you going to have a coordinated bus system? You know, an Uber on demand style buses. It will really, hmm. really take some sort of um, quantum leap. Uh, improvement in uh, DIPT and the Department of Transport for that to work. Yeah. Um, you watched the leaders' debate this week? No. Um, <laughs> to my shame, well, I was watching new tricks. Um, you know, that police yes. thing with, oh, yeah. with, with Dennis Waterman from Minder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I sort of got, and it was an old episode because the old cast were the good, you know, were, were the better ones. And uh, so I'd seen it about five times. I knew what happened. But then again, <laughs> it probably wasn't much different from watching the leaders debate. <laughs> New you've tricks. Bit, you've had a bit of experience with, with debates, haven't you, Matt? You, you, were, well, you were on... We were talking to Phil Curry yesterday about these panel formats that they, that they do sometimes where you've got, you know, three eminent journalists grilling the, the leaders. You did that with... Was it... It was Rand and Redford. It was, um, yes, Isabel Redmond and Mike Rand, a debate. Yeah. And it was a pre-recorded debate in this TV studio somewhere in, in the, the western suburbs. Uh, it was the weirdest thing I've ever been involved in. <laughs> it, it, um, it was a late Greg Kelton, a terrific journo from the Tizer, and Daniela Retorta, I think, were, and, and myself, mm. somehow on there. And Isabel Redmond and Mike Rand, is the most stilted, useless format. Um, yep. And Rand, I'll never forget, Rand walked in and he looked like a dead man walking. Yeah, you know, this was um, the election where he carried through it the whole uh, Michelle Chanteloy situation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good use of the uh, inverted yeah, commas I did there. It for people who aren't watching on Facebook, I did do a few inverted commas um, there. And I, I remember turning to Kelton saying, what's wrong with Rand? Like, he was grey. Um, he said, oh, no, he, look, he looks all right. That's how he's looked should've all seen him campaign. Yesterday. Yeah, that's right. You should have seen him yesterday. This is positively chipper. And uh, Rand said, oh, it was a makeup. You know, he, he blamed the makeup. Now nah, I thought, you're uh, 
He's probably trying to cover up the scar on his face. Well, I don't. Yeah, the bruising. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what was going on. But anyway, it was a, it was a, a useless format. Uh, a, a totally useless format, and I think anyone watching this, if you get any information out of this to help you decide who to vote for, then uh, good luck to you, because uh, I sure didn't. Uh, well, you weren't alone in terms of choosing not to watch it. Uh, we had a little bit of a, uh, of a discussion there about where we thought it would place in the top 20 programs. Mm. Where did you? What was your tip? My guess was that it would struggle to make the top 10. Well, you, well I can tell you it came in the number one position on free-to-air multi-channels. It was on seven, mate. Multi channels, free to air multi channels. I oh, so it beat like Go and so it beat New Tricks. It beat ABC Kids. <laughs> uh, what it, at seven thirty at night? It should. It had three hundred seventeen thousand. That was the five city metro. Which, if you factor that into the top twenty, is that total? <laughs> that's five city metro, three hundred seventeen thousand in the entire country. It, let's say Lego Masters won yeah. won the night with a million and fifty three thousand. Seven News gets over a million. They should have done it with a Lego set. Let's go down to 10th. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 7.30 on the ABC, 582. Let's go down to 15. The Chase, 496,000. Let's go to 20. 911, 380,000. It didn't register in the top 20 most watched programs of the day. <laughs> it got an asterisk. Yeah, it got an asterisk. It's unranked. There you go. Everything's yeah, right. Lego Masters. And so then they're picking winners who, who won the debate. You could say, really, who who cares yeah. who won it? And I know that probably sounds very cynical. We do say we like to hear policies from uh, politicians. There's too much spin. We need substance. But that is not the format. Uh, Absolutely to, right. To, to no, get, well, it, to get it invites more spin. It invites nothing cool. other than yeah. sound bites and grabs. Great to have you in, Matt. Good on you, Matt. Pleasure. Matthew Abraham joins us after 7.30 each Thursday to talk... All things Uber, debates and TV ratings.